All right, you want, you want me to start here? Yes. Is this where I, is this where I begin? All right. Well, I would love that. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Asterios Kokonos, and with me is Sriracha. Say hello to everybody, Sriracha. Hey, everybody. I sound no. way, way better than that. <laughs> Kevin, try it again. I'm sick. I've Do it sick. again. Do it again and go up two octaves. <laughs> hey, everybody. No, 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 no. You're fucking it up. Go go up. Just do a femboy accent. Uh, let me um, <clears throat> clear my throat. Femboy accent. What's that? Like New Jersey? Yeah, sure. New Jersey. Take the dildo out of your ass and put a bigger dildo in your ass. And then put your stripy socks on and like gently okay. rub your legs together. <laughs> hey, everybody. That's the gayest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome back. I am back. I am back. I'm back and I'm better than ever. I've been much like you need to rip apart your muscles to make them stronger. I ripped apart my lungs. And now I am <laughs> immune to every disease. Uh, with us, we have uh, Kamala Harris and the fucking proletariat from the thinking police. <laughs> Say hello. Hey, hello. It's me, the proletariat. Hello. <laughs> yeah, that, that's you. <laughs> oh, and Asterius is here, too. Hey. How's it going, guys? I have some fun games for us planned today. We have Ooh. some bits we could talk about. We could talk about the election. Who do you think is going to win? Oh, boy. I, you know, you no, can't even say it. <laughs> you can't even, like, you know, because John Mulaney was just on SNL, and John Mulaney was like, nothing's going to change. None of this matters. And that... Like that's the most basic position anyone can take. It's just like ah, fuck it. Who cares? And they're ripping apart. They're ripping him apart for that. So it's like, what? Who do I think's gonna win? I I I don't know. I I, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Did you bother voting? I did vote. Yeah. Did you vote for Joe Biden? Ah, uh, pass. You know, yeah, you know, it's fine. You you're in what Chicago? You're in, it doesn't matter statistically. Do- our votes are not even going to be counted. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter. But I still like going, and I like voting down ballot and kicking a couple judges out every now and then. You know. Yeah, yeah, me too. I wanted to write in Howie Hawkins, but Ministerius agreed to trade our votes, so I had to vote for fucking Joe Biden, <laughs> and I had to vote for Howie Hawkins. <laughs> Better than last time, isn't that right? God, <laughs> let's move on. Some stupid fucking. Uh, I have one of my old college professors on Facebook. Oh my god, did I tell you the 2016 election? I made it a point to just wander around my college campus and be like, every time anybody talked about the election, I would be like, oh no, Trump's definitely gonna win. They say something like, you know, there's a 95 percent chance that Hillary becomes president. I'm like, oh no, all those polls were biased. Like just trying to be an asshole, and then he actually won. I was like, oh fuck, did I cause this? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I added one of one of my old college professors posting something like Nate Silver predicts out of a hundred simulations that Joe Biden wins eighty nine of them. I was like, well, fucking you asswipe! What did your simulations say four years ago? I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation already. Fuck I said you, the Nate exact Silver. same thing four years ago. The exact it was ninety percent favored to win or something, and like. Nate Silver always used like weird wiggle words where where he would be like, you know, if the math is right, if the polling's correct, if the but then 
he would be on a podcast and not, with like nine other liberal cheerleaders were like, you hear that? Trump sucked my dick. And they told Trump to suck their dicks a lot. And then in 2016, we all ended up sucking Trump's dick. Yeah, Nate Silver can suck my fucking schlong. He doesn't know what the fuck. Fuck you, Neolib. You don't know what you're talking about. You're just pulling numbers out of your ass. Have, have you all not taken a statistics class before? I have taken one statistics class six years ago. Next question. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Why? Because that's always like a contentious issue because the whole field of statistics is like the best example we can get for like what we're predicting, you know. And I think a lot of people reading the polling and statistics incorrectly and they're like, oh, well, you know, uh, he they said Hillary had a 75% chance of winning. And it's it's like, well, that doesn't mean 100%, you know. Well, well yeah, know. but... I don't know if I was a betting man. I know where I'd put my money. <laughs> right, you would I put your money didn't. on Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump is going to win again. I I am less confident than I was, but I think that a very large percentage of the population will just get naked and drag their balls through broken glass. <laughs> Got it. This episode has the potential to age very, very poorly or very, very well, and it could really go one way or the other at this point. Yeah, I, I mean. I'm not as con because I've been saying a serious back me. I've been saying for like a year, like there's no fucking way. There's no way he's going to lose. Uh, and now I, my confidence is a bit shaken just by seeing how many people have actually, actually give enough of a fuck to go vote. Because I always said that I didn't think Bernie people would give a enough of a fuck about Joe Biden to go vote. Yeah. Like um, I, it, I think it's entirely the coronavirus. It yeah. wasn't the coronavirus. These Bernie people wouldn't, it, but they're like, uh, we can't go to the movies anymore. Like now that it's like, they, it, it's now that it's affected them. They're like, oh, I guess I gotta go vote. Like, uh, the thing that makes me hopeful is that the early voting numbers are gigantic. Like more yeah. people have voted in Texas at this point than voted in all of 2016. Um, there's another state too. I think it was. It's like, like seven times the amount in Michigan. I think, or something like wow. that. It, it's That's an insanely wow. crazy. I think that that was the issue with 2016. Though, is a lot of people were like, both choices are bad, and I don't know who to vote for, and so I'm just not going to vote. And maybe now people are like, oh well, I know what we have now, and do I vote against it or do I vote for you know, like. I think that the choice is a little bit clearer now that we've had four years of what we've had, you know, for some people. I don't I don't argue that for everybody. Well, well, here's this is why I think that all of the early voting helps the Democrats, because voting early and voting by mail is for cucks, right? That is true. Like yes. you got to like go on the computer and like read how to do it and like sign right. the right thing and get a little stamp. Well, you got to like go down there early and like Mrs. Rutherford says stand here. And it's like real men vote on election day. Yeah. And absolutely. so that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> real men stand in line for 15 hours. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to wait till Tuesday and get sick. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, just coof all over the pool. <laughs> I mean, there were six people in line in front of me when I went to vote and I was in and out within like less than 15 minutes. Damn. Yeah. It took me an hour and a half to early vote, and Jesus. it was cold. And it was cold outside. But once I got in there, it was neat. They gave me all these free pens and free stickers and stuff. Uh, they wanted to give me like a little armband that said like I voted early, and I was like, "That's 
that's too cucked even for me. <laughs> like, like, no, no, no. I'll just take because Sriracha, you you wanted the sticker. Yeah, I did. I voted by mail. I'm not. I'm not. That that leads me into the other funny thing I was thinking about: the absolute fucking stupidity. That at, at first, I am. I'll, I'll be content with whoever wins because it's going to be hysterical, no matter yes. what. It's going like the public freakouts are just going to be tier one. Silver lining. Yeah, exactly. Um, some dude on my Facebook was like, he got some type of mailer, and it said like, Brandon, we have records that you have not voted in an election since 2016 and he just puts it on facebook with all caps is this voter intimidation and it's like dude if you're in chip that is the if that is an attempt at voter intimidation that is the most limp dick (laughs) intimidation i've ever seen like who cares you you're you're gonna be upset if your neighbors know that you didn't vote hey entire world i'm gonna say this right now i've never voted ever before this election i've been eligible for a very long time and i choose not to not only because i just don't care about the candidates because i think i am too good to vote and you are too good to vote like you're like you're better than that i feel better than that the i remember you're telling me that that mailer said like brandon we have records that say you haven't voted since 2016 do you want your neighbors to know that you haven't voted since 20 and it's like most people haven't voted since 2016. That was the last time there was like a big election. Yeah. Uh, again, off-year voting is for cucks. Yeah, like- That's like, nerd <laughs> shit. Who are you going to vote for? Like fucking Senate? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to go vote for local elected officials. Yeah, don't bother voting for the Senate who just uh, placed their third Supreme Court justice within four years. Uh, sit at home. Exactly. Just, uh, fuck Thank it. You, Not, none of it matters. Just let Mitch McConnell just fuck everybody up the ass constantly like he's been doing for the past God knows how many goddamn fucking years. <laughs> I, I like that lady's smile and I like that lady's style. He fucking creeps me out. Yeah, I mean, I I'd, I'd let her yeah, beat me up a little bit. But... To her for sure. What did you right. say? Nothing. Pass. He said, "I'd let her beat me up a little bit." <laughs> it's funny because, like, when she, when when they were like, uh, they're like, "Miss Amy Barrett, are you? Do you have any notes in front of you?" And then, like, she held up that notepad, and she's like, "No notes." It's like, you know, it takes no notes to say, "I'm sorry, I can't answer your question about abortion." Like, it t- like you don't need like like you don't need to write down on a piece of paper like obfuscate and dodge all questions <laughs> uh, wow well, amazing you could remember not to answer any questions just drawing like stars and hearts at the top little rainbow abortion like that, <laughs> that, like, she's drawing that like the s thing yeah hell yeah <laughs> abortions yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah that's enough that's enough election chatter uh you guys want to play a game I made up Absolutely. a game I, because the the uh, thinking police are all about helping people on the internet, right? Right. Yeah. Let's yeah, move on we, to the we'll, real. We'll content. go with that. Exactly. So, um, I, I I've discovered a subreddit this morning at three in the morning. <laughs> I was hysterically laughing over it. It's called Insane People Quora. So I I got us some questions off Insane People Quora, and I'm hoping we could all work together and figure out the answers. Mm. There's a lot of insane questions being asked on that website. There are, because I think everybody is either 12 or non-native English speakers. Yeah. Now, 
Now, for people who might not, like, what is, can you explain what Quora is real quick? Uh, Quora is an anonymous website where crazy people could just post any type of diarrhea <laughs> that comes to their mind. You can ask and answer questions, and you get, it's like it's like Reddit, you get little updudes. Oh, that's <laughs> right. And then, like, the best answers get, like, updated. Okay, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, thank you. All right, so our first question, is Sebastian a gay name? Ooh, that my, is a good question. Um, my son is seventeen. Answer. I was. I was just gonna say, uh, Sebastian. I believe is a French origin of a name. So inherently, yeah, it's probably gay. Yeah. It, it seems like a gay name. The, yeah. He he goes on to explain. My son is seventeen years old, and I named him Sebastian by mistake. Is Sebastian a gay name? Will he become gay? Oh boy, that is a very good concern. I mean, Sebastian the Crab. What did we think about him? Was he was he a um, a man Friend of, of Dorothy? homosexuality? <laughs> was he was he, a man uh, of homosexuality? Did he prefer okay. the company of men? <laughs> was he of the homosexual persuasion? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I'm actually. I'm googling Sebastian. No, because I mean, uh, it's it's pretty fleshed out. Um, in that one episode of Come Town, that uh, Sebastian wants to fuck Ariel. Right, but he doesn't know if he that, has a That's penis. my source. Oh, right, <laughs> right. Uh, Sebastian Bach, he's pretty awesome. That guy get that guy fucks. Is he fucking dudes though? <laughs> no, he fucks uh, ladies. He's a man of um, you know, Skid Row. I'm gonna vote that Sebastian is a gay name because, like Grant said, it is French, and all French people right. are at least bisexual. At yeah. the very least, I mean, come at on. The, that's minimum. I think you do get executed if you're not. What do you That's... think is serious? Oh, look, I'll be happy to tell you who I voted for. I'm not taking a position on this hot, hot Sebastian question. Okay, perhaps you'll like this next one then. Which country is not illegal to assault a minor? <laughs> Wait! Okay, which, which country is it not illegal to assault minors in? Does this person provide a list or a rationale as to why they're as? Do they have a minor they want to take on vacation and beat mercilessly? <laughs> this dude just wants to beat up some kids. Where should he go? Well, so was Little St. James Island, was that its own country or was that part of another country? Because I think I know Is my answer Jeffrey based Epstein? on that. <laughs> I think it was of... Uncharted Waters of some kind. I think that's the Jeffrey Epstein Island. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, was, see, I mean, if see, you can do certain better. things, I would assume beating right, it stands children. To reason. Yeah. It stands to reason, I would, yeah. I would argue that what went on there was assault <laughs> a lot. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. That's a great I, for answer. For some reason, I figured battery, but yeah, 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 assault, yeah. <laughs> Both of them. <clears throat> Next question. My son thinks that he has 20 girlfriends. How can I tell him that anime girls do not actually exist and that he needs to find a real girlfriend? He is 36 years old. <laughs> okay. Are we, are, we sure, are we sure that's not a troll? Uh, it, it was, I intentionally went through and skipped the satire, the ones tagged as satire. So I think this okay. might... Have some basis in truth. If it's okay. not tagged as satire, it means it's deadly serious. Exactly. Does does the username say the the last name Coconos in it at all? Is that a ha, you fools? I'm 38, not 36. <laughs> this couldn't possibly well, be me. <laughs> it could have been two years ago. Yeah. What's the date on that post? Yeah. Uh, oh no. 2018. It does not have a. It does not have a date on it. But I I don't know why his mom. Think knows that he has twenty girlfriends. That's a little sus. Can to I me. tell I, you why? Because he, th he's constantly tweeting about them, 
posting about them on Facebook, and that's embarrassing the mom and having to go to Quora for this. Holy shit, does your mom follow your Twitter? <laughs> you no, allow your God. mom to do that? Oh my God, I almost had a heart attack. I can't imagine any of my family knowing anything about my secret double life I have on the internet. My mom and my mom follows me on my whole family follows me on Facebook, which is why I barely post there anymore. But thank God none of them are like are like Twitter level shit posting. But like this mom has to be asking this question because this is embarrassing her, right? Because, like, if this mom really cared about this kid's well-being, this mom wouldn't go on Quora. This mom would, like, call 911. Like, maybe, like, plant drugs in her kid's bedroom to get him arrested. Like, do something to, like, get this kid into the system. You know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds like something a devoted parent would do. (laughs) Dr. Phil, plant something. You got to get this kid in. If this kid's in jail, then he's away from anime. And that's a net positive. Holy shit, she could send him to one of those camps. Did you watch that Paris Hilton documentary? Did anybody on this call watch that Paris Hilton documentary? I can speak for all of us when I say no. Okay, (laughs) dude. So there's- Thank you, Asterios. You're welcome. There's this crazy fucking documentary out on YouTube right now. It's called This Is Paris or Becoming Paris or something. And it's about Mm -hmm. Paris Hilton and how when she was a kid, she was a minor, her parents had her sent away to this- camp like this wilderness camp in the middle of the woods where they just beat the ever-loving sense out of you to like give you some discipline but but this is even the craziest part so in california minors have in california minors have rights so you can't like detain a minor but that's not how it works in every state so these camps would be like fucking utah or something where you can just basically keep a kid hostage so what they would do is they would have these squads of like thugs that would the parents would sign off to have them break into your house in the middle of the night to kidnap your kid and drive them into the middle of the woods to go to this whole wilderness like re-education gulag well i mean that does kind of answer the question from before you know if the, yeah. if the hilton uh the hilton estate can do that i think that's um yeah, hire okay. That yeah, hire somebody from another country, whatever, or even another state. Apparently, Utah. Just hire somebody from Utah to break into your kid's house. Or I if don't, you want, that's it, that's not how laws work. Oh, according to the documentary, <laughs> not just not just a person from Utah. You have to dis- <laughs> be displaced to Utah, not just like any Utahan can just go to a different state and just beat the shit out of a kid. <laughs> Drive over the border and just hand the first guy you see a twenty dollar bill and say, "I've got a rough job for you, buddy." Is it? Wait, is that not what happened here? They no. have dip. They have Utonian diplomatic immunity. They absolutely <laughs> do. Like that's why if you're ever having drink, if you ever go to a bar with someone from Utah, like the Utonian brings a little curtain so they hide, like oh. making the drink. Yeah. Like yeah, you like you, you don't leave your rights behind just cuz you cross the border. Uh well, I'm sorry, Stretch, what were you saying? Oh, I wasn't saying it. I'm just really interested in the Zion curtain chatter. Oh, well, it it's a shame that they did that to Paris Hilton, but that might explain a weird thing I saw on Reddit once where someone was like, "I had a really nice experience with Paris Hilton. My car was broken down like in the middle of like the the desert in Borneo, in the middle of the jungle in Borneo. And then and then I flagged down just some other tourists and Paris Hilton was there and she knew a lot about how to repair my car and we spoke and we spoke the entire time about her her like 
obsession with building model antique radios. The same kind of radios you'd use to radio for help after you were kidnapped by Utonian thugs. Apparently, she tried to escape like through the woods multiple times. Yeah. But she never got far enough. And then they drag her back to camp and just beat the absolute shit out of her. Good Lord. I know, right? It was like nuts. And the- these places are still open. Like the- you can still send your kid to these camps. You Fucking know, I- nuts. This is another another criticism I have against these fucking QAnon people is how come, you know, they're so concerned about whatever fucking uh, chain mail bullshit they see on Facebook about uh, fucking pizza places. We need to be utilizing those people to break into those camps and like kill all of the counselors like that's in Minecraft. That's what you have to do to those people. You're so concerned about the children. Go break them out of these fucking Utonian death camps or whatever the fuck. Well, like, like, like Sriracha said, though, it's keeping these kids away from anime. So for them, it's a net positive. Right. That's the thing. Is there's no anime in these camps. So like everybody wins. But yeah, for Brant, <laughs> you just gave me the best idea I've ever had. Oh. Friday the 13th. But Jason is the good guy. Trying to slash and burn his way through one of those anti-gay deprogramming camps <laughs> to rescue Le- a lesbian Paris Hilton. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, because okay, like, now because yeah. it's like you always want to see the counselors get murdered, but you kind of feel bad about it. Well, now the counselors are the bad guys. So I think this Utonian death camp would be a good idea for this guy. Yes, but I think a minor problem that I do have a solution for. I don't know if you could. It's legal to kidnap a thirty-six-year-old. However, his waifus are all definitely underage. So the Utonian thug can kidnap the waifus and then that lures him to the uh, Utonian gulag. <laughs> then he has well, to let, go save his waifus. Let's be clear. They, they appear underage, but they're actually several hundred years old. That's right. They are vampires. They are yeah. vampires. I hear there's no laws against, against courting uh, a dragon who might not be the appropriate age. Hey, you mm. know... If matter cannot be created or destroyed, then that makes all of us one billion years old. So she's <laughs> definitely old enough, wow. officer. <laughs> Your honor. Your honor. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is she's definitely at least a million years old. It doesn't matter that she looks like a seven-year-old. <laughs> Our next question. <clears throat> at the age of 28, I am dating a woman that is 57 years old. Her son is 31 and lives with us. He is not respecting me as his stepfather. <laughs> I try to educate him. <laughs> I try to educate him about life, but he does not listen. Please help. What must I do? <laughs> I think that's just, um, I mean, he, he's not ready for a new father is what it sounds like. I give, give the boy time. He's still coding over his dad died. I wonder if the dad's yeah. canonically dead or just left. Well, I, I canonically. think. In the canon of real life, according to according to porno logic, I think in order for uh, the stepdad to get the stepson to uh, respect him, they they I think they have to have sex. Oh my god, you're right. This is a whole subgenre of porn. How did I forget? He needs to he needs to like dominate him or something. Yeah, he needs to show him who's dead. Oh god, I don't even want to finish the sentence. You can't <laughs> spell subservience without sub. This is brilliant. Like I'm, I'll show, I'll show you what your mom like or something. That yes, would, I feel like that would sell well. Probably, absolutely, absolutely. 
if Trump wasn't a good president, here's a very topical one. If Trump wasn't a good president, how do anti-Trumpists explain <laughs> Trumpists explain that more than six million people live in Washington D.C. metropolitan area? Why do so many people prefer to live in the same city with Trump? Oh well, in this hypothetical if situation, if <laughs> he were not so great, uh, yeah, I, I would think that the whole the whole block of uh what was he living on pennsylvania avenue yeah 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 the whole block would be like pu this guy stinks i'm out of here um i want to say it, it's got to be i mean it's got to be a pretty <laughs> expensive city to live in though right oh yeah it's like one of the most expensive yeah right? i mean yeah it's it's the richest um uh, well not not city well it's a district but it's the richest like zip code or whatever the fuck, but it's also, like, I think one of the poorest, too. Like, all of the politicians and shit, like, raise the, the cost of living of everything astronomically, but it's also it also has, I think, one of the poorest populations of any other sort of metropolitan area-ish. Hmm. Did not know that, but, I mean, this is seeming like a checkmate liberal <laughs> to me. Why would yeah, I mean, people right. there? It does, right it, ma- that. it makes sense if you don't think about it, so... Well, they, but they probably just all really like Donald Trump and his whole thing. Like, remember that year when Trump was like, I want a military parade. You got to give it to me. And everyone was like, we don't do that in America. That's not an American custom. And he's like, I want to see the tanks. I saw a bunch of tanks in France. Like, if you're in D.C., that guy's getting you tanks. That guy's getting you fireworks displays. Like, remember his, like, big 4th of July, like, Trump extravaganza? Yeah. That guy's giving speeches off his balcony. Like, he's, he's like the Chuck E. Cheese of Washington, D.C. Like, he's the thing to see there. The pizza in D.C. is not great, but you're not going there for the pizza. You're going there for well, the show. Well, some folks do. Nobody's going there for the pizza. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our, our final question of the evening. <clears throat> As a racist, I get a lot of negative attitudes and bullying from people who are prejudiced towards racists. How can we give racist <laughs> how can we give racism a good name again and convince people that not all racists are bad? That's a very good question. Um I think this this racist brings up a very good point in that <laughs> we sh- Let me finish. And that we all got to come together. We're all equal, racist and not racist. We are all born the same. Underneath, we're all the same. Yeah, I can't imagine what it feels like to have somebody assume things about you without yeah. knowing who you are. We I mean, I, it's awful. I, I, I'd want to joke more about it, but I, like I've seen this sentiment so many times on the internet, which is just like, if liberals are so tolerant, how come they're not tolerant of me that hates them? And it's like, yeah... I, I don't know, man. I don't have I don't have an answer. It's just that you can think that, I guess. Tolerant left. You won't let me scream slurs at people. <laughs> yeah. No. Where's your tolerance? Yeah. Nah. Where's your tolerance now, God? <laughs> like, um, checkmate. We need to be actively anti anti racist. Is it sounds like what we need? Does that mean make everybody racist? <laughs> if everyone was racist, then no one would be. We could all I, band together against a race that doesn't exist anymore yeah, or something. And we, we, we would be erasing their culture, too, if we all were. Exactly. Yeah, that's racist appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to pretend to be a racist? Well, I'm actually a racist, and actually that's very <laughs> offensive to me. And my culture is not your costume. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Whenever I do my racist Southern judge, where I'm like, "I oh, see here, oh, oh, the, the ladies and gentlemen of the jury," like you're right, that's me appropriating racists. We could be racist against Italians. Can we I already are. Uh, and I'm making a pasta. <laughs> I'm a big dumb Italian. I'm making a pasta. Is there anything that you do to a meatball? I'm making a meatball. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, listeners, you could you could follow and you could take the sriracha pill. Be racist against Italians. I think that will that will bring us all together. I could be racist against Australians. Let me hear it. Oi, cut! A kangaroo jumped in from my car again. <laughs> <laughs> Many people are dead. <laughs> Crikey! <laughs> all right. Well, hey. Doc Hubs, thank you so much for coming on and replacing us while, while we, were, we were sick. Um, oh, of, co- of course, of course. Where can people hear more of the Thought Cops podcast? Is there a podcast that stars the Thought Cops? Yeah, there actually is. If you just uh, search the name Thought Cops on any of your favorite searching devices, you'll find us. Uh, we're uh, located on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher. Google Play, iTunes. iTunes. Yeah. Uh, we're on Twitter, at Real Thought Cops. We're on Instagram, at Thought Cops. We got all kinds of crazy updates, all kinds of crazy stories every week. If you, Yeah, we'll be there. We'll cover it. We got a lot of uh, great guests on the show, obviously. Uh, st- both of you have been on. So if you haven't listened before. Cups. I love Thought yeah. Th- Thought Cops is the only podcast that I agree to do as a guest and then don't hate myself the morning of. Thank you. Yeah, so many we times Raj is like, ah, oh, I said I'd do this podcast. Why did I say I'd do it? She never says about, about Thought Cops. And that recent episode with you and Nico was amazing. I had a great time. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you have, I would say seek out the episodes of these guys and then, you know, see what else interests you. Hell Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys so much for coming on. And hey, we'll be right back. Uh, uh, loudest podcast listeners right after this. All right, later. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast, and welcome back to the Crunch Bunch. Oh, fuck, it's back. Oh, my goodness, I'm so excited. Um, We have two cereals that we will be trying today on the Crunch Bunch, our signature segment here on the Loudest Podcast. Yeah, people were fucking ass mad that I got that segment canceled. The voicemails. Speaking of which, you guys, absolutely fucking terrible voicemails. I'm happy we didn't play them for three weeks. You guys were really fucking up. Yeah, you, how many did you, you because you sent me four that you said were just okay. How many did you just throw in the garbage? Uh, probably like 20. Yeah, what the hell, G- guys? Pick up the pace on these voicemails. Guys, uh, I, I told you. Uh, to be fair, some of them were just not timely anymore, so yeah. that's not their fault. But some of them, guys, you need to you need to drink less before you call in. Can you describe to me one of the worst voicemails? <laughs> Mysterious John. As I'm, I'm sitting going down the highway 45 miles an hour, I was thinking... What would a serious coconut do if he was drug driver? Oh my god! <laughs> what would I do if I I would drive I would drive slow 
and deliberately. Yeah, you gotta you gotta cover up one of your eyes. Is that what you gotta do? Yeah, when you're driving drunk, you cover up one of your eye, and then you uh, it stops the shaking. What? I didn't know this. Yeah, oh, that's, that's so a, smart. It's a California trick <laughs> I picked up legally. <laughs> the thing I've heard about drunk driving is that you don't want to drive. You want to drive. You don't want to drive like too slow because then the cops will pull you over. But you don't want to drive too fast. You gotta like drive casual when you're trying. Is what I've heard about drunk driving. Oh my god, have you ever tried to drive while high? No, of course uh, not, dude. It is fucking hell. I would never recommend anybody attempt it. It is, it is hell. It is like paranoid hell. And like light, the lights are flashing. Not even like because there's a cop car, but just like going through the lights. It's just, just sitting there, and then you see, look up, and you see the light has changed. And you're like, oh fuck, how long have I been sitting? <laughs> It's terrifying. It probably doesn't help that you're listening to Pink Floyd the entire time and projecting a laser star show on the roof of your Mazda Miata. I can't listen to the radio because you sometimes you know how sometimes when you're driving, you got to turn the radio down so you can see better. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, I don't know about this. <laughs> You've never had that happen. You've never been like looking for a street sign so you turn the radio down so you can squid order. No, actually, now I know exactly. No, I've done that. I've definitely done that. Wow. No, I've definitely done that. Yeah, I think that's a universal driving experience. Yeah, it is actually. Um, well, hey, uh, the Crunch Bunch, it's back. And uh, and the first cereal we're going to try today is Retro Recipe Golden Grams. fuck is this? No, I'll tell you. Because you've heard of regular Golden Grams, right? I and I think they're honey flavored. Yeah, the golden the golden gram. You know, it's a it's like a regular ass cereal. But General Mills put out this press release like a month or two. Oh yeah, here we go, September twenty first, and it really caught my attention because it's like, all right, here we go. Uh, your favorite flavors from childhood have returned with Cocoa Puffs, Golden Grams, Cookie Crisp, and Tricks, bringing back the taste and shapes that ruled your Saturday mornings in the eighties. General Mills, the fan favorite cereal maker, is kicking it old school. With Cocoa Puffs delivering more chocolatey taste, Cookie Crisp bringing back more chocolate chip cookie taste, Trix reviving its six fruity shapes, and Golden Grams is taking us back to its retro recipe, Honey is back. So they're like patting themselves on the back and they're putting out this press release. They're calling it the ultimate taste comeback. Because they're like, hey, guys, we made our cereals less shitty. You know how, like, for 30 years, we've just filled it with, like, chemicals and crap, and we've made our cereal taste like ass? Like, let's go back to the 90s when our cereal tasted good. Yeah, what does that mean? I mean, like, Coca-Cola, original recipe. We've really introduced the cocaine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, and they're, they're saying, oh, here we go. Like, our fans crave a taste of nostalgia. While these four heroes have always remained popular, we've answered their requests and brought back the taste they remember from childhood, says Jennifer Jorgensen, vice president of marketing for General Mills Cereal. I think she's running as a libertarian this <laughs> year. I finally saw a picture of Joe Jorgensen. What do you think? I she did not look what like she did not look like I expected. She looks like a she looks like a veteran math teacher. You I thought you thought Joe Jorgensen was a man. I did. <laughs> and then you told me she was a woman. The only which woman. is why I thought that Hank Hill like look, Hank Hill's not voting for Joe Biden at all. Like, no, it's Obviously just not, not gonna happen. 
I don't think I don't think Trump would vote for I, I don't think Hank Hill votes for Trump because I think like sections of the wall have fallen down. And that's like if Trump had made a perfect wall, Hank Hill would definitely vote for Trump. But like the wall is like it's 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 not up to par. Like it's got like very poor construction materials. You guys are on fucking crack. Do you not remember that episode of King of the Hill where Hank is just floored that anyone would not vote for George W. Bush? Well, yeah, but then he shakes his hand, and you remember what happens? There's a limp dick handshake. There's a limp dick handshake. Exactly. I think Hank Hill votes for Joe Jorgensen, and I'm looking at Joe Jorgensen, and I'm like. You put 30 years on this lady, and that looks exactly like Texas Governor Ann Richards, who Hank worships. I, I still think he's going to vote for, he's like, my president, Trump. Like, he's not happy about it, but he's like, I have to support my president. Luann's like, I'm a communist. <laughs> anyway, serial time. No, no. So they've added honey back to Golden Grams. So, and they want credit for making the cereal, cereal taste less like ass. I'm going to give you some Golden Grams. Try it dry, try it wet. But I know, just as long as we're talking about it, you disagree with a lot of, like, Nico and Lime's takes on on who the King of the Hill characters would vote for, I don't right? think you guys really know your King of the Hill lore. Uh, just, just, just go off, Queen. Like, let us know what you're thinking. We <laughs> like, care about you. Dale is definitely a QAnon person. <laughs> Keep going. Just, uh, just go, Dale, go Dale is definitely like a not only just a QAnon person, but also like a Pizzagate truther. But he also thinks that uh, not only is uh, the government full of pedophiles, but Trump is secretly a child or something who is getting abused by Joe Biden. That is one million percent something that Trump would think. You're absolutely right. He'd be like, Baron is Trump and Trump is Baron. Exactly. Like Baron secretly controlling the government or something. Mm -hmm. So he would vote third party like some fucking stupid ass QAnon candidate. Yeah. Who's <laughs> like, We're going to get the pedophiles out of the Senate. This tastes incredibly good. This is pretty good. I like this. Try it with the milk. The milk. Well, I think with a lot of cereal milk ironically takes something away because it washes away all the sugar that I wanted in the first place. With Golden Grahams, it's good. This is one of the best cereals you've made me try. Yeah, I'm really happy about it. Look, I think their whole like, hey, Zach Morris, remember the step-by-step, -step? whoa, the goof troop, like their whole 90s bullshit. Because when they released these cereals again, they were like, and we're also doing like a Saturday morning fun thing where they had like a live stream and they were showing old cartoons. All that nostalgia shit is, is just garbage, but the cereal tastes really good. Hate the marketing. I do like respect the cereal. Yeah, though. exactly. Hmm. Well, Connie uh -huh. would definitely vote Biden. Mm -hmm. And Con would um, secretly vote Trump. Because everybody at Khan's like liberal golf club or whatever would all be talking about how much they love Joe Biden. Oh, he'd be like, "Ah, me too. I love him. Number one, Joe." Yeah, and then he would secretly vote for Trump, <laughs> and so would Ming. And then there might be a thing where like their votes accidentally get out, and like then the whole town knows that he voted for Trump, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. then Mister Super Newson Palm would be like very upset, like you are no longer welcome at the Laotian Club. <laughs> Do you realize he's a racist? <laughs> and you are Laotian. <laughs> I wanted more money. Taxes too high. <laughs> Taxes too high. 
Um, Buck Strickland obviously voting Trump. Yeah, and like the, he's like not even just voting Trump. He's like dick riding <laughs> for Trump. Yeah, today today like a bunch of Trump voters did a thing in New York City where they just shut down a bridge. The like the what was it the Whitestone Bridge? They like just they all got there with their big Trump flags and they just like stopped traffic and shut it down. Hmm, what do I remember Republicans saying about Antifa blocking traffic? <laughs> Didn't they say something like you're I don't know that it's like if you stop traffic you deserve to get crushed by a moving car? <laughs> Hit with a car perhaps? Something like that. Honestly, New York uh, not impressed that we have enough Trump people to shut a bridge down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a lot, of, a lot of people, were, a lot of people say we're saying they were out of towners. Yeah, well, that's even worse. Don't let them in. <laughs> um, the next cereal we're gonna try. I didn't even, know, I didn't know shit about this. I was just down at the grocery store today. And I saw it. It's limited edition sugar cookie toast crunch, naturally flavored sweetened whole wheat and rice cereal. It's got a big. <clears throat> it's cute. I it, like it. It's really adorable. I love cinnamon toast crunch. I love French toast crunch. Sugar cookie toast crunch for Christmas for the holiday. Oh, and by the way, that's the only good thing about Halloween being over is that it's like Christmas, 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 Christmas. At the grocery store, there were already like Christmas Snickers eggs, like Christmas ornaments. Oh, no, it's a Christmas tree Snickers. Like Christmas tree Snickers. I'm like, yes, Christmas. Oh, my God. My friend and I were talking about this the other day. Why are there never any funny Hanukkah cards? Have you noticed that? There's like hysterical, like funny Christmas cards with dicks and boobs on them and uh -huh. stuff. But you never see funny Hanukkah cards. I'm going to tell you right now why I think that is. Because I think that all Hanukkah cards that you see in a grocery store are probably written by non-Jews who are just like, ah. Oh. Uh, we really don't want to get fired and offend anyone. So, like, have a joyous and blessed Hanukkah. Eight <laughs> days of mournful prayer and atonement? <laughs> free business idea. Funny Hanukkah cards. That's a really fucking smart idea. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm being loud. It's like 10 o'clock at night on Sunday. <laughs> but I'm excited to try the cereal. Yeah, that was Adam Sandler's whole thing with Eight Crazy Nights was he was like, there's no funny Hanukkah movies. Every Hanukkah <laughs> movie is about the Maccabees or some shit. Um, all right. Sugar, sugar cookie toast crunch. Here I hope it's as good as the Golden Golden Grams. I'm really into this cereal. Yeah, I hope it is too. Name some other King of the Hill char characters. I want to give you the correct opinion on who they vote for. Okay, definitely. Let me... Uh... Boomhauer is definitely voting Biden, but he's not telling anybody. Tell me why. Uh, because he seems like a liberal cuck. He's <laughs> too, too open with his sexuality. Wow, I spilled... Oh, God. Yeah, fucking clean it up. I'll clean this up. I'll clean this up. These don't really taste any different than regular Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's what I'm thinking. They taste exactly the same. Tastes exactly like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Which is good. I don't think this is very good. I think... It the sugar tastes wrong. I guess it's just because my mouth is expecting cinnamon toast crunch and it's getting this sugar water. It could be, yeah. You know what? You're right. It's got less cinnamon and more sugar. It's only. I don't think it has any cinnamon. They gotta have some cinnamon. This is bullshit. All right, now we're trying it with milk. All right, sugar cookie toast crunch going in. This is lame. I don't like this. It's better with milk, but I still, it's not different enough for cinnamon toast crunch 
to to fucking justify its existence. Congratulations, Sugar Cookie Toast Crunch. You used my love of Christmas to get me to buy your $5 box of sugar garbage. How much should this cereal's $5? Probably, yeah. Okay, I'm going to list some King of the Hill characters that we didn't get to last time. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Nancy Hicks Gribble. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, I think she is voting Joe Biden, though. Because you think she's like into that hot silver fox? Yeah, uh-huh. She she votes with her pussy. And she's also a member of the liberal media, don't forget. Yeah, that's true. She's one of the uh, neolibs. Okay. All right. Who would Lenore Dotrieve, Bill's mean-spirited ex-wife, vote for? I don't know. I don't know that character. Okay, I don't know that character either. Um. Okay. Who would... Who would... Joe Jack, the fuel truck driver and co-worker with Hank at Strickland Profane, vote for. Uh, from what I know about everybody, uh, even tangentially associated with Strickland, is going to vote for Trump. Okay, but does it help that he has a drinking and a gambling problem, and he was a member of the Propaniacs? I feel like the Propaniacs could get a gig opening for Trump. Like I feel like the Propaniacs could perform at his re-election. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, all right, we agree. And then Enrique and Donna, I think, also vote Trump. Yeah. Um. Okay, how about Coach Kleehammer, the football coach at Tom Landry Mid- Middle School? Oh, he's like a hard Trump guy. Yeah, I think so, too. He's like a hard Trump guy, and he schedules every football player that he thinks is going to vote Democrat to like run drills on the day of voting day. That's exactly what he does. According to this Wikipedia page, he has a difficult time relating to things outside of football and often uses football-related expressions in everyday, everyday speech. And as you remember, as what Trump said during the second debate, quote, I saved football. I think Coach Kleehammer definitely goes for Trump. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Glad we agree on this. What Trump said during the first debate, your son is a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about those awesome Hunter Biden pictures. Tell him, talk to me. Have you, you've seen them, right? I only saw one or two. I know that there's much, much worse stuff out there, and I'm just like, eh, I don't want to see that. There's if he a- were hotter, I would. But he's got like kind of a gut on him. There's there's some awesome photos of Hunter Biden that he it's appeared to be taken by an escort in some kind of hotel room. Cool. Uh, one of which is him falling asleep with a crack pipe dangling out of his mouth, which I think is interesting because falling asleep is not like nobody smokes a bowl of crack and then is like I'm to now time to go to sleep. Like that's the opposite. What crackheads do is the, those other photos. Total crackhead energy. Mm-hmm. So, like the photo of him with his giant gut hanging out, <laughs> taking a picture of himself in the mirror. That's fucking crackhead energy. <laughs> taking a picture of yourself in the bathtub, smoking a cigarette indoors, crackhead energy. But crackheads, I don't think, I think that photo was staged by I someone. Think so too. Well, like, I, don't, I have no doubt in my mind that he's smoking crack because everything else about this is just overwhelming with crackhead energy. Of course. But I think like some Russian hooker or something probably waited till he fell asleep and then just slowly positioned the crack pipe under his mouth. I mean, I imagine those crack pipes are slippery and they'll like slip and slide down your greasy cracked out face. (laughs) You know, unless he like suffers from dry mouth or something or like chapped lips and like the crack pipe like kind of 
stay. It's like that crack pipe. You can't have a crack pipe hanging out of your mouth for like an hour while you're asleep. That thing's just going to fall on the ground, crash, like the glass is going to shatter. You're going to assume that, quote, they're here to get you. You're going to withdraw your sidearm and just start emptying rounds into the windows of that Motel 6. <laughs> and that Russian hooker. Now you've got a whole nother problem. Your dad will fix it. He always has. <laughs> okay. Now, no one else knew who some of these characters were. Who would Monsignor Martinez vote for? I don't know who that is either. Okay, damn it. He's the guy who goes like, vaya con Dios. He's that, he's that uh, priest that like, is always shooting people in oh. that telenovela they watch. I have no idea. No, okay. that's, that's too tough That's for totally me. fine. That's totally fine. All right. Who would, okay. Who would Henry Winkler, who voiced and guest starred as himself, as the main antagonist in the in the episode, a rover runs through it. He, Henry Winkler, remember, he bought the land that was next to the ranch, wanted to take over Montana so that he and everyone else in Hollywood could modernize Montana. Hank tried to reason with Henry to let the cattle through to get to the gray spot, but Henry Winkler refused, saying that the cattle will pollute the river where he fishes. Now, who would Henry Winkler vote for? I don't know who any of these characters are. You don't know who the Fonz is? No, I don't. The the Fon- uh, I'm, I'm I'm being serious. The Fonz from Happy Days. I don't know who the Fonz is, and I've never seen Happy Days. Okay, that's okay. The Fonz is the guy in the leather jacket from Happy Days who's like, hey. And he like hits the jukebox with his arm to make it play. And he's like Richie Cunningham's like tough friend. The Fonz is so famous that his jacket is in the Smithsonian. The Fonz's jacket. Do we like, is, is the Fonz, is the zeitgeist pro-Fonz or anti-Fonz? America has been in love with the Fonz for 50 years and running. But I know how, I know how to tell you who Henry Winkler is. You remember the funny lawyer in Arrested Development? Yes. That's Henry Winkler. That's the Fonz? That's the Fonz. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we might have reached the end of King of the Hill characters. Are you sure? Yes. All right, wait, but remember when Carrie Strug was in Bobby's um like fantasies, and like Carrie Strug was like, "I hope you have a perfectly I, like I hope you have uh a perfectly performed Valentine's." Who would Carrie Strug vote for? I don't know who that is. This is just getting embarrassing at this point. Am I the only person who knows anything about King of the Hill? I guess so. I so who would the manger babies vote for? The manger babies are puppets. <laughs> but who tells those puppets what to say? Luann. And she's voting communist, Howie Hawkins. Yeah, she's Howie Hawkins. She's Howie Hawkins because somebody walked up to her and was like, who are you? Can I say you sign my petition? She's like, what's it for? And she's like, did you know that capitalists are destroying our environment? Says, I like the environment. <laughs> um, and then she writes in Howie Hawkins. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, all right. Well, hey, um, so that's it for our crunch bunch segment. Uh, we really got off topic this time, mm. but all week Sriracha was was walking around going, "You all had the wrong King of the Hill opinion." <laughs> uh, so I'm glad we got to hear from the expert herself. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Golden Grams, the new Golden Grams, go out and get them. Highest recommendation from the Crunch Bunch so far. Yeah, the sugar sugar titties. No, <laughs> two thumbs down. Sugar Cookie Toast Crunch is just. 
mid cinnamon toast crunch. Yes. Oh wow! Where the hell are you telling me that there's a, a cereal covered in sugar? Holy shit! Well, there's no other cereal that does that. But the whole point of cinnamon toast crunch was that you had cinnamon. That was your thing. It's just toast crunch now. It's just toast crunch now. Okay, we'll be right back after this with voicemail. Finally, <laughs> it's voicemail's time. Yeah, you guys did a fucking terrible job. Zero out of ten. This man, it was slim fucking pickings in the voicemails this month. You might only, you guys, if you guys keep leaving these fucking five minute long voicemails, there's going to be no more voicemail segment. Yeah, I don't know how much clearer we can be. Like, this is a voicemail. This is not like, we're not asking you to send in like a five minute long bit. I'm guessing a lot of people are sending you like, bits right no 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 just rambling stupid stories about their life <laughs> really for like five minutes yes gosh darn it okay well hey listen i'm sorry you- guys your stories are not stupid but if, they are too long <laughs> if you can do better and you definitely can you call 848-863-5343 or you email your voicemail to uh the loudest podcast at gmail.com um i have to say you said these voicemails were bad these names are some of the best voicemail names I've seen. Really? Yes. Um, the first thing we're going to do, speaking of the Crunch Bunch, this one's called Faded Guy Calls In About Boo Berries. I'm assuming this is Asterios Cocoa Puffs. Um, I like I that. I have a problem with you as a person. Mm. Where, like, you're, mm. you're Asterios Cocoa Puffs. Um, I think Pretty Pebbles are better. And uh, if you don't think, cocoa think pebbles? fruity pebbles are better, well, then you can eat it. Um, also, uh, you need to review the cereal blueberries because that. Yeah, shit this is the is quality of voicemails we got this month. And, I like uh, this. I like the baby uh, crying I, in the I background. Guess you don't like it? Well, you can suck on that too. So uh, you know, get to it. A cereal cocoa nut. Yeah, I like this nine. guy. <laughs> yeah, call it again, faded guy. We go, bitch. Anyway, love your content. Again, uh, you're an that? asshole. Just, love you. Um, just in the background, there's a baby Bye. crying. <laughs> while this stone dad <laughs> yells about blueberries, which is not the name of the cereal, it's blueberry. Although, a box of blueberry is filled with blueberries. But still, that's not the name of the cereal. Multiple blueberries. I do like blueberry. I do like blueberry. Well, maybe this guy will get his wish. Yeah, if I if I but I was looking for fucking I was looking for Halloween cereals. I couldn't find it today. It was it was very upsetting. Damn. Um, cocoa pebbles are better than fruity pebbles. You just got to trust me on this, Sir. I don't believe you. I like fruity pebbles. I think they're good. They're sugary. Wait, I'm sorry. This is the first unforced cereal opinion you've given me. Yeah, they're good. Like it's not like I'd. Uh, they're my favorite breakfast food, but I, I'd eat a bowl of Fruity Pebbles. Wow. Okay. Well, to each their own. I like, I just think Fruity Pebbles, it's, I don't know. Holy shit. Someone must have lit a voter mailbox on fire. Fucking crap. Shit in the ballot box. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Fruity Pebbles do taste good. Don't get me wrong. Cocoa Pebbles have the best chocolatey taste out of any chocolate cereal. Cocoa Pebbles taste better than Cocoa Puffs. I haven't had Chocolate Crave, but they definitely taste better than Double Chocolate Crave. 
I don't know what Cocoa Pebbles does, but the chocolate just better. I'm just going to have to believe, agree with you on this one because I don't think I've tried Cocoa Pebbles. That's okay. We'll see. What you th- I'll get us some Cocoa Pebbles sometime. Yeah. All right. This next voicemail is called Simping for Baby Yoda. <laughs> It is John, otherwise known as Smarty. Um, I just wanted to call really quick and say I hope you both enjoyed the epic tale that is Grover House. Because when I found that, I was like, "This is a story I don't that know what he's talking about." Uh, you both oh, would I know love what he's to about. dive into and talk about. I thought it was a lot of fun uh, and probably horrifying at the same time. But I, I know that's your bag, Sriracha. Anyway, uh, the other reason I wanted to call is I'm. Doing a, a rabbit hole listen of all the episodes, and I just got to the worst and best babies episode, and I just want to say, how fucking dare you, Sriracha, say you want to kill Baby Yoda? I would swore mm. for Baby Yoda. Fuck you and the porgs. You that can But otherwise, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Can't wait to hear the next Christmas. Anyway, bye. Thank you, Smarty. I yeah, I'm softening on Baby Yoda. I think he's kind of cute now. You woke me up one day and told me that you were like, I like Baby Yoda now. Change my mind. <laughs> I, it's cool that you can change and grow like that because Baby Yoda is great. I th- I do think he is cute. Maybe I was turned off by like the mom Delorean thing. That I know creeped me the fuck out. But no, he is kind of cute. He's not definitely not as cute as Porgs, but he's pretty cute. No, he's not as cute as Porgs, but. Um, I do. There is a Baby Yoda cereal. There's a ton of Baby Yoda merchandise this Christmas because they are not missing out like they did last Christmas. I really like Baby Yoda, and I love that. Like because Yoda, whatever the hell Yoda species is, like Yoda was like 700 years old when he died. Baby Yoda is going to be a baby forever. It's not like on Growing Pains where like the little kid grows up and becomes ugly, mm. or like those three little ugly kids. Look, they were cute on Home Improvement, and then eventually they all just look like they. They all just look like they want to run a train on the actress that plays Jill. Just tall, ugly, gangly freak monsters. <laughs> baby Yoda will always be a baby for like 50 years. He'll be always be cute and tiny and not on drugs. I love Baby Yoda. All right. I'm glad you do too. Oh, Grover House. I'll tell you about that um, sometime off air. Uh, but listeners, look up Grover House. It's uh, just real quick. This guy like in the mid 2000s on the Something Awful forums was documenting he how he's going to build a house and he was just like he was like you know you like I'll, you you have to spend like $180,000 to like build an extension on your house and but 100,000 and that goes to contractors well not me I'm going to build this extent this this expansion of my house all by myself and the guy builds like the shittiest worst <laughs> ugliest most cursed house um and it lo- and like the house it looks like it has a face that is crying out in pain. This poor, sweet Grover house. I can't wait to look that up. I'll, I'll send you the info. Um, oh, this one's called World's Biggest McDonald's. Now, we know the World's Biggest McDonald's play place is in Orlando. But where's the World's Biggest McDonald's? Let's hear this voicemail. Hey, Mysterious. Big Seamus here. Recent episode of Love's Podcast with uh, If you want to hear about some weird McDonald's stuff you could order... Next time you're de- next time you're in Orlando, <gasps> they have the what I believe is still the world's largest McDonald's. Two floors, 
It still has a, a Mac Tonight upstairs. Yes, it does. I love. <laughs> yes, it does. That's the it, uh, moon that plays piano. Yeah, the you race can also order pizza and pasta. <gasps> it is bizarre. It, I I got a pizza. My friend got some pasta. We sat under Mac Tonight. It was a good time. It was strange. I expected it to be worse than it is. I will tell you that much. But yeah, base... go, go while it's still there if you if you find your way down there again. It's, There's the biggest McDonald's is in Orlando something. and we've never went to it? Anyway, no, he's good. wrong about this. But this is a but he's not wrong. Well, whoever owns that McDonald's has done a very good job marketing it because it's like it's the this McDonald's has the world's biggest play place. So when they advertise it, it's like the world's largest McDonald's play place. <laughs> and like, um, but it is huge. It is two stories. It do have a Mac tonight in it. It's um, it's very very close to Disneyland. We should. We were talking about going to Florida again next year. We have to go there. Oh yeah, I want to try McDonald's pizza. Did yeah, you see they're bringing the fucking McRib back? I was really happy for you that they're bringing McRib because I know you unironically have been missing the McRib for a long time. Fuck! How many times a, a year do I just wake up and say I want a McRib? I you do a lot. Love them. I love them so much. They're so good. You guys are all haters. <laughs> I remember. Wasn't didn't the McRib come back when you were in? Like when you were on vacation or something, yeah, for like a week or something. Yeah, the McRib came back for a week while you were fighting the war overseas, and uh, you were just like, "This is I might cancel my vacation to fly back to get a McRib." Yeah, while well, I was dying of dysentery in the jungle, <laughs> you guys were d- feasting like monarchists we <laughs> on delicious pork. We were. We'll do it again. Oh, um, this is not a voicemail that you sent me, but this is a voicemail from my buddy Astro. The serious coke and nose in Sarancha. I am coming for you. You have spoken ill of me on too many of your podcasts. What you have said are not facts, nor is it logical. My wife, who is a doctor, and I have been very hurt by your words, and I will use my Harvard degree to make sure the world knows that I do not like toes, especially not those of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Basically, what I am saying is that you should invite me onto your podcast. I am a big fan. Oh, <laughs> that was fucking hysterical. Did you see there's an entire uh, I guess Ben Shapiro has this live stream called like I I don't remember what it's called, mm. but it's just him just chatting with fans. And there are compilation accounts I recently found out on TikTok of women just stitching together all of or, or people stitching together clips of women and gay men hitting on him, which happens multiple times per live stream you've told me about the gun show the gun show is when ben shapiro pulls his sleeves up and uh what's it called like makes a bicep bicep. yeah and uh the fans in his audience asked for the gun show multiple times per stream yeah didn't you say that ben's like i can only do the gun show like i've already done it four times ladies yeah he was like ah the gun show again we can't do the gun show every five minutes dear ben i am a gay man i think you are beautiful oh thank you matthew um well hey look ben shapiro is a fan of ours so maybe he can do the gun show on the louse podcast yeah come on bring your doctor wife (laughs) bring your doctor wife and your hot sister and this last one's called low cow chatter hi sarah and sarancha uh 
just first I wanted to say thank you guys for all the podcast episodes. Uh, I've been slowly going through everything. Nice. Uh, as welcome. a new listener. And you guys are quickly becoming one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. But I had a question I wanted to offer you both kind of in the same vein, but I'm going to start with this. Sriracha, um, if you could pick five lol cows that you could expose Asterios to that you haven't talked about yet, what would those five be? <laughs> and Asterios, what five lol cows do you never want to hear about again? Take your time. But, yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate all the podcasts. Uh, hopefully you like this little question that gets on the air. Bye. That's a, this is a really good voicemail. Yeah, I don't think I know five lol cows that I haven't talked about. I haven't, like, not th- and that are at least worth bringing up to you, but are you familiar with a little computer program called Temple OS? I've heard about the guy who like made his own weird operating system. I've yeah. heard about that guy. I would like to do a deep, deep dive on Temple OS and the dude that wrote Empress Teresa. What's Empress Teresa? Empress Teresa is a very, very shitty book that some dude spent like a decade of his life writing and now like valiantly defend white knights for this fictional character on the internet with all within all the reviews and he talks about her like as if she actually exists. What? I don't know. Okay, well, I don't know anything about this. Wait, is the Temple OS guy the Empress Teresa guy or are these two different guys? Two different guys. Okay, I don't know shit about the Empress Teresa thing. And you know what? So many people love Temple OS. What I've heard like hasn't hooked me yet, but like I would we could do a whole episode. I bet the listeners would love an entire Temple OS. Episode. It's it's just the only reason why it's interesting is because it's a tragic tragic story because this dude just single-handedly created an entire operating, like not just a computer program, but an entire operating system, like as a tribute to the schizophrenic voices he was hearing. That's what, what? Yeah, he thought that he could communicate with God and that God was telling him to build this, uh, that's what the temple in Temple OS is, is it's like a tribute to God. No one has explained that to me. I... I always thought that he was just like a Christian guy trying to make a Christian operating system. Like, there's this language called Esperanto. Have you ever heard of it? No. Okay. Like, I don't know. In the 80s or 70s, a bunch of people were like, we're going to make up our own universal language. And everyone in the world will speak it. It's called Esperanto. It's very easy to teach and to speak and to learn. And they're like, and this will solve communication. And like, no one wants to, like, no one cares. But like, Esperanto people would like wear rings. And so it's like, if you saw someone else with an Esperanto ring, you could talk to Esperanto with them. And then I think like, uh, the guy who played Captain Kirk did like the world's only Esperanto only movie. Cause he was like, this Esperanto thing is gonna be big. I thought Temple OS was like Esperanto, like this dude just making his own weird thing, but because of Jesus. I thought it was like a Jesus thing. I mean, it's similar. He was he was very troubled, very troubled man. Yeah, but he did. Uh, he believed that God was talking to him, and there are videos of him like demonstrating the program, and then you could like give offerings to God within the operating system. And you can, like, make your own little civilization. It's, like, a Herculean task. Wow. Okay. Well, no, I definitely want to know more about this. Um, the low cows I never want to know anything about again. Um, it, I feel like I have enough CWC knowledge now. I feel like, because 
Because I know, like, the Navy is out there, and it's haunting me. Like, I know she's saving that for the right moment, making me watch CWC drink Navy. Come. And I don't like that. Um, I really don't like, uh, what's his name? Reginald Bar. What's his name? Uh, the lawsuit guy? Uh, Russell Greer. I really don't like Russell Greer. I think, like, Russell Greer is, like, awful. Um, Russell Greer's the worst. Yeah, like, it's just like, oh, you're gonna fucking stalk some, and like, oh, the second, it's like, I don't like any of that stuff. Um, if Russell Greer was only suing Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande, I would be like, yeah, you go, Russell Greer. Like, you show those Stacys who's boss. <laughs> but it's just like, he also, like, his most recent court case is just like some lady was like nice enough to talk to him or like what's what's no that was actually he did not sue her she uh sued him she was nice enough to talk to him i don't think she sued him but he was restraining order thing right she got a restraining order yeah because he was just a fucking nut bar like he always is yeah it's it's just like uh, if he could just if he could tilt it like real big windmills i would be super into him but it's just like ah some lady and then or anyway um I'm trying to think of one more lol cow. We don't want to hear any. I I know nothing about Dark Side Phil other than Dark Side Phil one time accidentally masturbated on camera. That's the only thing I remember is him showing his penis on Twitch or something. I heard about the penis showing on Twitch thing. Uh in the in the uh in our Patreon only Discord, sometimes they'll post this humongously fat gamer. Like I like I think he I think his name is just like the irate gamer or, or or like the mad the mad at Nintendo it's like it's some sort of angry Nintendo nerd thing. The, he's like as wide as the screen and um and like they they often post this video of him like falling backwards and he's yelling about Devil May Cry or something. And then also I think Boogie I could go for the rest of my life without hearing anything else about Boogie. Boogie might be the fat gamer. You're <laughs> You know, you might no. I think it's a different because they were saying that this fat gamer was Russian or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Although I saw some video of like a big fat guy like pancaking an entire table full of magic cards, and I was like, "Sorry, this is hysterical." And so I was like, "That's Boogie." And I was like, "No, I like this a lot less." There's a video of Boogie doing a belly flop. Yeah. Into a pool. I think that one's my favorite. Oh my it's just oh, some of the oh, it's all so upsetting um hey well listeners we hope that we've helped brighten your day as you're listening to this it's election day we hope that that you're not stuck in some crazy line but if you are that we've entertained you a little bit um this month's sticker will be going out very soon it's the um sriracha queen of the chaz sticker it's so cute the little pork has a bat and he's clearly killed someone (laughs) And um, and if Joe Biden wins, the whole country will be the Chaz. Yeah, you guys think that a random anarchist commune popping up was a one-time occurrence in your lifetime? <laughs> I don't think so. It, if they didn't come up with that killer name, Chaz, I think it would have been dead. But it's like, who doesn't want their own Chaz? Oh, we got Chaz here in New York. Oh, we got Chaz in Mississippi. Like- I am going to make my own Chaz, and we will not have our garden stolen <laughs> this time. I'm proud of you. Um, oh, and then, uh, and then we have a couple more stickers that the art is already done for. Uh, the, our Christmas sticker is going to be badass. 
We have a bunch of awesome merch that's going to drop right around Black Friday, like Black Friday week that we are like very, very excited about. Uh, we'll tell you more about that in the coming weeks. But just thank you so much for listening. Happy Election Day. Uh, we'll talk to you later. And remember, comrades, together we can shit in all of the ballot boxes. <laughs> that's right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.